we had another opportunity yesterday to uh, thank the Lord in a real, a real way. Um, I received a phone call from a fellow that he's actually my hay man that I buy my hay from. And um, he called and he said, um, hey, I'm just checking on y'all. Or is everything okay back there? We live on kind of the far end. It's like 2.2 miles of a gravel road way back. Uh, one way in, one way out, basically. And um, he said, I'm just checking on y'all because their big old fire truck just turned down your road. And I said, well, I, I, uh, I'll go check. So I put my shoes on and headed out to the ranger. And um, I could hear fire trucks. I could hear the sirens. And, and we're way out in the country where there's nothing around except just... So I could hear this coming, so I, I got on the ranger and I headed on out to the front gate and headed up the road. And I could see, I could see uh, once I made the first turn and then about 300 yards or so, I could see flames and the grass is on fire and it was, it was taller than I am. The flames were taller than I am and they were not yet into the treetops or into the trees, but there, it was a pretty good fire. So I drove around there and kind of went closer. And so there were several fire trucks, hilltop uh, lakes. And basically, I think most of all of it's volunteers. And they had an ambulance there and stuff. And so they're fighting this fire. And uh, so I go back to the house and my wife is contacting Leah because both our sons are at work. And so she's there with the kids by herself and Sashi. So we contacted them and said, you know, just to let y'all know, there's a fire close by. What was it? Three-tenths of a mile from our house, from where we are. And, uh, and the wind was right. It was coming from the west, kind of, and it would have blown it our, in our direction if it had got away from them. And so, um, so we, you know, we're thinking, we're just, you know, uh, we hadn't really thought about a fire. What would you do during a fire like that? But uh, thankfully, our our house is up kind of in a on a hill, and it doesn't have any tree. We got trees in the creeks behind us, but no, it's not like a forest. Like I thought about y'all's family, uh, and uh, being surrounded by all the trees and everything. So it's not like that. But anyway, so we just were thinking, you know, turn on the sprinkler system, and someone suggested hooking up the disc to the tractor and do a fire break and. And all that kind of stuff. Of course, I can't. I, I can't hook the disc up by myself. I it's just I can't do that. I mean, I need help. It's a two man, three man job. But anyway, so it was all done. I went back and checked, and they had it under control. And what it was was abandoned, an abandoned um, trailer that no one was living in, and some people were there working, trying to clear stuff away. They were not burning. And something sparked and caught on fire, and that thing burned to, I mean, it just, that metal, you've seen it, I'm sure, but that metal just warped and bent and turned, and, and their tree had to replace the light pole and uh, some trees all the way up to the, you know, first layer of limbs and stuff, charred all the way up. So it, it, it could have been serious. I went back, and we had a little rejoicing time and Thanksgiving time and thanking the Lord for uh, his protection once again. And that happens, folks. We, we were discussing his protect, God's protection. 
How many unseen times do we have protection that we don't even know about that God has protected us? And so that we just need to be a, a grateful people, thankful people. And if you, if you want to really hear a good sermon, listen to those two from last week. I just really, I really appreciate it. So if you would turn in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1. Rather lengthy uh, passage, so I'm going to try to read it. And I'd like to touch a little bit on each verse all the way through from verse 3 to verse 11. So I'm not going to just exegete every word and break down every word, but I'm going to touch on, try to touch on every one, every verse. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us. I want you to notice and Gabriel mentioned this last week. It's important to recognize these words. He's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of, notice this, of his will, to praise, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us, and again, notice these key words, accepted in the beloved, to the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace, wherein He hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of His will according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained, I, I love this, all of this is good, but this is special, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance. And that's the sermon all its own. If you just wanted to take off on the inheritance that belongs to us, that's a message all its own. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. So let's bow for prayer, and let's look into this and see what God will show us to encourage us. Father, we thank you that we've been blessed with all spiritual blessings, and we've been accepted in the Beloved, and we have an inheritance uh, because of the Lord Jesus Christ and because of his death on the cross, because of his sacrifice for us, because of his shed blood. And Father, I pray that today we would be a, a people that would be focused on spiritual truth 
blessings that are ours that we need to be grateful for and thankful for every day, every moment of every day, and that we would just spend our time rejoicing and thanking and giving thanks to you for the many, many, many blessings that you give us every day. And we, don't, we know we don't deserve them. We are rotten to the core, sinners through and through, saved by the blood. And I pray, Father, that you would just encourage our hearts, help us to refocus our thinking, help us to purpose in our hearts to follow you and obey you and trust you in everything we do and we face in life. In Jesus' precious name we pray, amen. All right, so as we continue on, as I've already mentioned, with this idea of the, the topic of thankfulness and praise and gratitude toward God, we need to agree with Scripture and obey Scripture that says we're to be thankful in all things and give thanks and continually. Uh, Hebrews 13, 15, By Him let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. How often? How often do we offer the sacrifice of praise? Continually. The fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. Our hearts, my heart, your heart, we, our hearts ought to be toward the Lord in an attitude of gratefulness, an attitude of praise, an attitude of thanksgiving because of all the undeserved, we know we don't deserve, the blessings of God. Just such a wonderful thought to think that we've been blessed with all spiritual blessings. And our hearts ought to be moving in that direction. We are blessed. I know our nation, our nation is in trouble. We've got some horrible things going on. But we, overall, we are a blessed nation. And we don't deserve what we have, by the way. But we are a blessed nation. We are a blessed people of God. In the church, we don't deserve all the blessings God gives us. And the wonderful church, the body of Christ, we, we, we don't deserve what God is blessing us with. But He continues to bless us. And it's based, it's based on so much, it's just based on His Son. And we are blessed because God is constantly blessing us in ways that we can't even imagine. And many times, many times, and I think we're all, I think we could agree that all of us could be guilty of taking His blessing for granted. I think it's just, I think it's so easy to do it. We, we experience the blessings every day. What joy, what wonderful things come our way. And, and we just, we just, we take it for granted. And so 1, 3, Ephesians 1, 3, that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. I just wonder, and, and some, I don't know how to really say this, I don't want it to be offensive to anyone, but I find myself praying God bless them or bless us or bless. How do you get more than all? How can we keep asking him for more when he's already said he's blessed us with all? He's already given us all spiritual blessings. He's already blessed us with all spiritual blessings, yet we beg for more blessings 
We continue to ask him for more and more and more. And, but he's already, it's already happened. It's already a done deal. We have been blessed with all spiritual blessings. And there are so many, there are too many. I mean, let the, let the theologians and let the, the teachers that expound. And, but, I mean, just the relationship. Can you imagine just the relationship with God, the creator of everything? I mean, we have a relationship with him. We have a relationship with him. I mean, you can call on him day or night. And I can remember one man in our church used to always say, and you'll never hear a busy signal. You will never hear a busy signal because God is always available. And God is the creator of everything. And we have a relationship with him based on the Lord Jesus Christ. And we can come to him. We can call upon him. But we have a relationship. He's our father. He's, I mean, he created all of this. And he is our father because of our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Greek word eulogy actually means to speak well of. He's blessed us. It's eulogy, to speak well of. He has spoken. It is spoken by God through His Son because of the shed blood. We are the benefactors. We benefit. And we've been blessed. And God is the one who's spoken all good things about us. And He's declared all these blessings and benefits to come our way. Not because of me, but because of His Son. <clears throat> there are more blessings than we can count. You, you could never, between now and the day you die, you could never keep track of every single spiritual blessing that is ours. It's just the relationship is so absolutely wonderful. So God has chosen us before in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame. God has chosen that his church, that his church. Now, you have to consider your position in Christ and then your daily walk with Christ. But his goal, his desire for our walk is to be holy and blameless. Now, we are declared holy and blameless because of our position in Christ. And it is because of his good pleasure. And we are to be holy and without blame. He's chosen us. He's chosen us to make us holy and blameless. And it's all because of his love. It's all out of his love for us. And it's demonstrated on the cross of Calvary. But God demonstrated his love toward us in that, in that while we were yet sinners, what? Christ died for us. And it's while we were yet sinners. He's chosen us to be holy and without blame. And he's extended his grace to us. He's offered us salvation. It's amazing when you realize the decision of all of this with God, if you think about it. All of this, it talks about before the foundation of the world. All of this before sin had actually entered into the world. He had it all. The plan was all figured out. 
Verse 5, having predestinated us under the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. We have been adopted into God's family. We are adopted. And it's wonderful to think that God has adopted it. This is amazing. Can you get over this? Have you ever looked yourself in the mirror and say, I really know the real me? I see, I know things about me that nobody else in this church knows. But guess what? God knows it all. He knows every bit of it. He knows every thought. He knows every detail. He knows every wayward thought, every wayward way, every harsh word. He knows it all. And he still offers us salvation and adoption through Jesus Christ's son. That's amazing thought to me. He knows me. He knows me. He really knows the real me. And he still gives me adoption into his family. Based on his son... Not on my works, but based on his son and on the finished work of Calvary. We are called in John 1, 12, the sons of God. We are the sons of God. Somebody, I, I forgot where I heard this. I don't know. I, I've heard so much here lately. But somebody says, you're the son of God. Now act like it. You're a son of God. Now act like it. We're accepted in the beloved. We're accepted. We're accepted in the beloved. The beloved. The idea is we've been made favorable, graceful, if you will, through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. We have been accepted in the beloved. We are in Christ when we're born again. That's what John 3, we taught, preached on that a few weeks ago. John 3, you must be born again. We put on Christ. We are in Christ. We are baptized into the body of Christ. We're, we're placed into Christ. And so when God sees us, he sees his son. He, look, he looks at us. He sees his son. It's incredible. The huge blessing of God. That we're accepted in the beloved. He sees his son, Jesus Christ. The blood, the blood that Jesus shed has taken away the guilt of our sins. And, and we stand before the Father perfectly accepted and clothed in his righteousness. That, I mean, <laughs> that's some spiritual blessings if I ever heard of any. Redemption through his blood. Speaks of the buying back of one's freedom. Paying the ransom for our sins. This debt of sin was canceled. And we are forgiven. I'm going to tell you, I really believe this. And it's kind of in some of the scriptures talks about, you know, being forgiven for much and, you know, how much you appreciate it. But I'm going to tell you, I don't think a believer should ever get over the fact that you have been bought with the price, you've been brought back out of slavery, if you will, and you've been redeemed. And you and I should spend a lifetime never ever getting over the fact that we've been redeemed. 
And it, we should never tire of it. We could hear this every week, and we should never tire of it. The burden, the guilt, the weight of violating God's word has been removed. I don't, I'm not proud of the things I've done. I, I, I'm sorry for the things I've done, but I don't carry the weight of that anymore because it's been taken care of by the blood of Jesus Christ. The forgiveness of sins. He's paid the ransom for our sins. The sin debt has been paid. Verses 8 and 9. Wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. To me, this is another wonderful Insight, blessing. I know that it's basically the, the re reference is referring to the, the wisdom of God's salvation plan. But when you apply our daily lives to think that we have a relationship with God the Father and He will, through His Word, through His Spirit, make clear to all of us his plan and purpose and will for our lives if we will just be still long enough and let Him speak to us. If we would just spend enough time with Him to hear His voice and to know Him. And it's important that we, that we understand this is a spiritual gift, a spiritual blessing that He makes available to all of us the fact that we can know His will through His wisdom. And that's, just, that's every child of God, every believer. Verse 11. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Have obtained an inheritance. Being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. We have an inheritance. We've, we've gone through the, the thing about inheritance, the family inheritance. And then now we're thinking about our children's inheritance and how are they going to wade through all of this stuff. But the inheritance that is ours, we've, we've obtained it. How do we obtain it? Some, some uh, doctrines teach you work for it. But see, our, our Bible teaches it's a free gift. It's free. It, it is absolutely free to all of us who will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we obtain an inheritance. An inheritance is a spiritual benefit as being a child of God. And there, there is just something about that that you and I should be, we ought to be, I mean, let's get real loose here today. Let's get real wild here today and might even break into an amen and thanking God and saying, oh God, I have an inheritance. I have a heavenly inheritance. It's, it's, I'll, I'll reap the greater benefit when I'm in heaven and it's going to be wonderful and it's stuff I'm not even aware of or, or I, I really haven't tasted yet, but I have an inheritance here. Here and now, daily, as I walk with him and I spend time with him, he reveals his will to us. He shows us his will. He allows us to be able to hear his voice and to see his direction through his word. We have an inheritance. 
We have a wonderful inheritance from God, and it's ours. And it's, it's never, ever, ever, ever can be taken away. It can never be taken away. Now, that's kind of on the spiritual side. We think of all the spiritual blessings, and we do. There are just so many more than we could ever imagine. But let's not for a moment make light of the physical blessings that we all have. We all have a lot of physical blessings. If you've got a job, you ought to be thanking God for your job. If you have a house to live in, you ought to be thanking God for your home. If you have food to eat, you ought to be thanking God for the bounty. If you have clothes on your back, some have more, some have less. But if you've got clothes, you ought to be thanking God for that. If you have a vehicle to get to church, go to work, go get groceries, whatever you have to do, be thanking God for that. Thank God for our church. Thank God for our country. Thank God for our freedom. Thank God for his creation. Thank God. Listen, it's not, it's not wrong to look up at the skies and the stars and the moon and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for such beauty. The magnitude of your creation. It is absolutely unbelievable, and, and we get to enjoy it. But more than just those that are lost look up and say, well, there's the moon and the stars. They get all excited about that. We, we can get excited about it, but we are related to the creator of it. We're related to him. He's our father. And I've said this before in other sermons, but I don't back away. We are so blessed in our country, we flush our toilets with drinking water. And we water our lawns with drinking water. Unless you have a well and you've got a shallow well and you, you know, water with a shallow well. And that's acceptable. But what other country in the world flushes their toilets with pure drinking water. Folks, we are blessed. We are so blessed. We, we, we don't need to take all this for granted. We ought to be thanking God and thanking Him for His blessings. For the... For the and I know you've heard this. You've heard this from missionaries and all, ever since we heard missionaries years back. But we throw out in the trash in a day more than some people have to eat in a whole month in some countries. And some people say, y'all don't put a guilt trip on me about the garbage. Well, it's not a guilt trip. It's just a fact. We throw away stuff. I know people that don't like leftovers. And so if they have leftovers, that leftovers go in the trash. They don't eat it. And so it's important to just really begin to get our priorities in order and start thanking God and being grateful to God for, for the spiritual blessings. They're, they're just innumerable. We just can't count them all. There's no way we don't even, we can't even understand them all. But then the physical, the material blessings that we have every day. I mean, really and truly, I was a little embarrassed for myself about three weeks ago. I was a little embarrassed. We came in here and we said, oh, we have one big air conditioner is out. What are we going to do? Are we going to cancel services or are we not going to cancel services? 
Now, this one was running over here, and the one in the far was running. So the big question, the big question, should we cancel? And I, I immediately thought of the missionaries. I thought of the missionaries. I thought, you know, if a missionary heard any of us even talking about the possibility of canceling, because we've got one air conditioner out, I'm thinking, how embarrassing could that be? I mean, these people go down in these places, and they don't even know what air conditioning is, and they... You know, they, they are sweating and dripping sweat and pouring, you know, and I mean, and we're saying, oh, I just don't, it's so hot in here. I just don't know if I can stand this. Well, we were saved by the bell. Somebody brought in a couple of fans and we were able to live through it. But I actually took off my jacket. I said, you know what? Maybe this calls for a day without a coat. Many more days like this and you're going to see... <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, fewer and fewer coats because it's just downright hot. But let's, let's, let's work on our attitude. Let's work on our perspective. Let's, let's focus, allow the, instead of focusing on all the negative, and there's so much of it, there's plenty of it to go around. Negative, 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 bad, bad, crime, uh, sickness, sin. It's, it's horrible. But we don't need to just focus on that. We need to focus on the blessings of God. There ought to be a, a grateful heart from God's people. We don't want to miss the goodness of our Father. Go through life. Wouldn't it be a shame to go through life and God says, well, how'd you enjoy the ride? Say, well, I don't know. I was pretty miserable the whole time. You know, I, 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 I mean, it's it rough, bumpy road all, all the way. And God said, but didn't you know that you were blessed with all spiritual blessings? Didn't you, did you know anything about the inheritance? Did you know anything about being accepted in the beloved? I mean, anybody tell you those kind of things? Oh, no, I was too, I was too focused on uh, other things. So it's, it's real. It's, it's, a, it's I think it's a, a, a wake up call for all of us to say, Lord, you're right. Don't argue. Don't debate. Don't deny if he's pointing his Holy Spirit's finger at you and saying this is in your life. Don't deny it. Don't fight him. Confession is agreeing with him. Agree with him. Yes, Father, you're right. I am a complainer. Yes, Father, you're right. I need to change my focus. I need to be reminded. I need to take these verses home and read them over and over and over and be reminded of all the blessings. God just pours them out. God just pours them out on us. Now, I want to show you another verse. If you would, turn in your Bibles to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 28. And some of you that are awake and pay attention might remember that I've referred to this verse a couple of times. I have it uh, underlined in my Bible for a reason. <clears throat> because it's very, very, very true. And, it, and I, I, read, I read this in different translations. I looked at different, uh, I looked up different meanings. And it's really a powerful verse. It's a powerful verse, 28.2, Deuteronomy 28.2. And listen to this. 
And all these blessings. Now this is, God is saying, it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe, to do all his commandments, which I've commanded thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations and of the earth. Then verse 2, and all these blessings shall come upon thee. And all these blessings shall come upon thee. But look at what's next. And overtake thee. And all these blessings shall come upon thee. And overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. I looked this up in several different translations I've said. I looked at different meanings. But it, it's the idea that if you're hiking, and I've told some of the stories about hiking in the Smoky Mountains, and my kids had the, the big video that you put on your shoulder, you know, and, and they were carrying that big, what I don't know, eight, whatever it was. But anyway, big one. And, and they, we hike up, you know, eight miles up a mountain and then, you know, roll down eight miles in, uh, from the mountain. But what my kids would say, Take a few steps and sit on a rock. Take a few steps and sit on a rock. That's what I would do because I, I was just gasping for air. And this was back when I was younger. And we just attended the ATI conference and, you know, we always tried to take a vacation in the Smokies and we'd go hiking. And, you know, I'd take a few steps and sit on a rock and I'd just gasp. And the boy, and they're videotaping me the whole time, you know. Take a few steps and sit on a rock. And then coming down, do y'all know this? You know, coming down a steep mountain that your shins begin to hurt coming down? And it's like, er, slide, er, you know, and this, and you know, and, but it's like, it's like if somebody's behind you and they're kind of racing you to the top and they're trying to overtake you <clears throat> or you're in a race and somebody's behind you and they're trying to overtake. This is the idea of this verse. This is the idea. You're, you're out in front. You're obeying the Lord. You're following his voice. But the blessings of God are coming behind you. And they're going to overtake you. Because of the blessings of God. Folks, I'm going to tell you what. That, I, that just gives me cold chills. I just, I've got goosebumps all the way down my arms. Thinking about, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to obey. I'm hearing the voice of God. And the blessings of God are coming behind me. And, and I, I'm just obeying Him. I'm just following Him. I'm just loving Him. And the blessings, like a tidal wave, are going to overtake me. The blessings of God, y'all. The blessings of God. Please, 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 somehow, some way. Could we leave here a little more cheerful? Could we leave here a little happier? Could we leave here a little more spiritual and being thankful to God for all he's doing in our lives and he's overtake? He's already overtaken us with so much blessing. We have been blessed beyond measure. He's, been, he's given us the unspeakable gift. He's given us the gift that is so unspeakable. And listen, 1 Corinthians 2.9, this is one of our, I'm sure all of us 
Favorite verse. As it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Can you imagine it? Can you imagine it? As it is written, I have not seen, ear have not heard, neither entered into the heart of man the things that God hath prepared. You and I can't write enough. We can't speak enough. We can't tell enough all the things God has planned for us. And you know what deters the plans of God? My sin and disobedience to God's word. And I'm thwarting all the plans God has for me. He's got so much. He's got so much for this church. I will go to my grave. You mark it down. You can say it at my funeral. He really believes that God had great plans for North Belt Baptist Church. And I believe it with all my heart. And I would have thought somebody would at least say amen. But if you don't, I do. Because I do. I believe it with all my heart. God has great plans for North Belt Baptist Church. And Satan will do everything within his power to tear it down. But let's stand together and refuse to let him have any ground. Praise the Lord. Amen. That'll preach. Thank you, brother. Do we have a witness? <laughs> Do we have a witness? All right, let's have prayer. I could keep on going. I want to keep on going, but I want to eat too. So I know somebody's going to say, well, he just blew the whole thing. He was, go he was on a roll there. He was doing so well. And then he blew it. He said he wants to go eat. Well, let's just be honest. Some of you want to eat too. And if you don't, just fast. All right? Don't you love it? I do. It's okay to laugh and have fun in church. It's not disrespectful to bring gladness and joy to the body of Christ. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the joy that we have in Christ because we are your children. And you've given us a wonderful inheritance, a wonderful blessing. We've been accepted in the beloved. We've been blessed with all spiritual blessings. How much more could we ask for? So God, pour out your blessings. Let it overtake us like a like a runner going up the hill and all of a sudden we're overtaken with your blessings. Father, I pray that today would be a special day in all of our hearts and lives and you just receive all the praise and glory. Wouldn't be about man. Wouldn't be about personality. It's all about you. All about you and your glory. And we just praise you and thank you and love you. And we just give you all the praise. Pray for those that be lost and need to be saved today so they can enjoy what we've been talking about. In Jesus' most wonderful and precious name we pray. Amen.